It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Oh, man. I am uh, smiling right now if you're watching on YouTube, and I'm just doing that because it's a nice thing to do when you're on television or on YouTube. The smile is fake. It's totally bogus. It's totally disingenuous because the Bears are 0-2, and they are 0-2 almost as if worst-case scenario 0-2 0-2 in terms of so the Bears lose to Tampa Bay yesterday 27-17. to Is there anything you look at this team and say, okay, well, at least there's that. At least there's something redeeming from this team. And there just isn't. Like even last year when they lost 10 straight games and won a total of three games to be a 3-14 and Chicago Bears football team, there was the these eruptions from Justin Fields, which all made us feel good, even though it didn't make us feel that good because we all wanted to see Justin Fields throwing the football like that. And uh, that's just, it, there's nothing redeeming this year. Like you're not even getting Justin Fields did run, did run in for a touchdown yesterday, but you know, four runs for three yards and, and the touchdown. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess this is a case of be careful what you wish for bears fans. And that would, I, I put myself in the category of people who did want to see this offense run without depend pardon the pun without depending upon Justin Fields to have these incredible bursts of running. So be careful what you wish for. We are here. The Bears lose to Tampa Bay 27 to 17. I'm Mark Rohde. This is the Daily Score. Good to be back. Thanks to Chris Emma for doing an unbelievable job of filling in for a couple of days. Emma's my guy, and when I'm not here, it'll always be Emma as far as I'm concerned. If I have the power, it will be Emma. Um, Justin Fields' day. Let's. We will start with him, and then trust me, the defense is not getting a pass from me in any way, shape, or form. So I just think that Justin Fields is the number one topic until further notice. Uh, Fields? 16 of 29 for 211 yards, did have the touchdown run, also had a couple of interceptions. He was sacked six times. Told you about the four uh, runs for three yards and a TD. And the the deadly play of the game, and I said that the two interceptions, one of them was the, the dagger. Um, Shaq Barrett with a pick six of Justin Fields, Bears deep in their own zone. I didn't think Fields was touching the end zone, their own end zone. Little inside screen, tries to float it, just kind of float it to as if he was thrown to the post-up man down low. Little float ball 
to Khalil Herbert, and Shaq Barrett sniffs it out, reads it, crashes the party, takes it in for the touchdown to make it eventually 20 to 17. The or 27 to 17, Tampa Bay putting the, the game away. And yeah, I mean, the first drive was excellent with 33 yard play to, to DJ Moore, a 31 yard drive or pass to DJ Moore on third and five as well. You're like, whoa, there it is, DJ Moore. And then it just went bad with the offense. I think, you know, that was about a 74 yard drive. The rest of the, the half, I think they matched that and well into the third quarter as well. Um, you know, the, the second Bears drive could not have been a bigger bomb. You go from that, a really good first drive for the Bears, like where you felt hardened and redeemed in some way, and you're thinking, okay, all right, something was going on at Hallis Hall this week. But no, on that second drive, I mean, what an absolute failure, including Justin Fields taking a sack, you know, that weird play that they tried to get Bayless Jones involved in that. And I think Justin Fields also took it for zero yards, I think on the first play of that drive. So only to underscore that the offense then went away until the fourth quarter when they finally started to come alive once again. But overall, the offense looked bad. Justin Fields looked bad at times, left too much on the table, looked indecisive, um, looked like Tampa Bay did a good job of keeping him contained in the pocket and was probably in his head that he wanted to stay in the pocket and he was not good under any kind of duress. And, you know, this, uh, yes, there is culpability for the offensive line as well, but we've been playing this game for two years with Justin Fields now. And at some point in time, you have to figure things out and you have to do it in a better way. If you're Justin Fields in terms of what to do with the football, what to do with your body, um, you know, fumbled another ball, on the, in this game, luckily it was recovered two weeks in a row where Justin Fields has had a fumble and it was recovered. That's a little change in, in Fields' luck. Actually, he had plenty of fumbles last year that were recovered as well. Um, the, the touchdown pass to Chase Claypool was beautiful. I love that. The 20-yard pass that made it 20-17 to 17 after a couple of big-time passes to DJ Moore. DJ Moore over 100 yards on the day, by the way. You know, you look at some of the numbers, including Fields, as I suppose, like if you didn't watch the game, the 211 yards, over 200 yards again, huh? Uh, but no, it just, there was just so much left on the table. And I will, I'm going to say this for Justin Fields. It felt like after the Packers loss, what we heard at Hallis Hall throughout the week was not a quick fix necessarily. It's not what they were saying. However, we'd hear things like, we just got to clean some things up. We had a great day of practice. Yeah, we're not that far away. What you saw against Green Bay was a farce. That that wasn't us. Just got to clean some things up. No, I mean, obviously they didn't clean things up. They lose to Tampa Bay 27-17. to 17. It looks like the game is moving too fast for the Bears right now, which is a really weird thing to say at the NFL level and with the veterans that the Bears do have on their team. But what Justin Fields said was – Thank you to Justin Fields for saying this because I don't hear the coaches saying this. Um, Fields said, I think we have a long way to go. Definitely have a lot to fix. We're going through a storm right now. Close quote. It's Justin Fields right there. And that is spot on. Finally, somebody is saying, oh, you know, hey, man, we cleaned some things up. We're going to be okay. Oh, yeah, we're definitely poised to go on a five- or six-game winning streak. Or, man, you know, we know this team is, like, playoff caliber. No, 
I think we have a long way to go and definitely have a lot to fix. That's what's going on with the Chicago Bears right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To the Bears' defense, man. They just gave up big plays right from the beginning of the game. And the the best statistical category, I think at least the one that I'm going to use right now to highlight the bad day for the Bears' defense, Tampa Bay, 8 of 15 from third down. And so many were of consequence in the second quarter the Buccaneers convert on a third and goal from the the four yard line for a touchdown that made it 10 to 7 and and just for the hell of it on that drive you had the Mike Evans 70 yard play so another explosive play two weeks in a row I mean last week was the screen to Aaron Jones for 50 some odd yards then they get their explosive play on a 70 yarder to, to Mike Evans on the you know in the second quarter so early in the game um, how about the third quarter as well, where it's 13 to 10 Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has the ball third and eight Mayfield with a that little sidearm flip that he had. Remember that under pressure for seven yards. So they they should have had the sack right there. I think it was Yannick Ngakwe putting the pressure on. And then, of course, on fourth and one, the Buccaneers are able to convert against the Bears defense. Um, and then, of course, man, a couple of deadly, deadly ones. The third and 14 touchdown to Mike Evans to make it 20 to 10 Tampa Bay, 32 yard play. The first Tampa Bay drive. I mean, I'm like working backwards here. Baker Mayfield converts a third and eight plus a third and 11 leading to a field goal. One of those, by the way, on third and eight after Brisker should have had a pick, which could have been a pick six actually and changed everything. Remember that before Brisker left because he was sick. Um, that's what happened. So, yeah, just meant too many times where the defense gives up these huge. I mean, third downs are always big, but you know, if you count the fourth down, one of them coming, you know, two touch, two scores coming on those. I mean, that's that is a rough way to go. Still not getting enough pressure on on the quarterback, like Yannick Ngakwe is getting there, um, but he's not finishing. And that's that's not good. Like, there's to me, I know that counts as a pressure, but to me there should be a penalty for not finishing, you know, the statistical penalty. Because, come on, you got to make that play. Look, I know Baker Mayfield's got a little bit of elusive, but um, that's not really a guy that you should be failing to close on a couple of times. So, I didn't particularly appreciate those efforts either by the Bears defense in terms of their big plays. A few other things here, just like writing down some notes that aren't necessarily in any particular order, good and bad things. Um, Bears blocked the field goal. Rasheem Green, who also had a pressure in the game. Like, if you had to talk about relativity, Rasheem Green had a decent game. Um this uh, told you about the second Bears drive. That was a bust. I don't know why I had that in my individual nuggets. Roshan Johnson had a 29-yard run, but he didn't really impact the game. Um, Cairo Santos made a 52-yard field goal. Good, good. Yeah, his 
you know, his expertise is not necessarily those big, long field goals, but he has been making those. Um, so, yeah, um, that was a good thing that occurred. I'm like thinking in my head, is there anything else I could go out on here and say, yeah, I guess that was that was a positive thing. But there really isn't. I mean, I'm even thinking about the schedule and it's Kansas City next. So, I mean, how in the world do the Bears think that they're going to fix things up? And, you know, all the Bears are going to be depending on in that game is the fact that, yes, the Bears are going to be the pissed off 0-2 team playing against a Kansas City team that is probably programmed to not take regular season games against bad teams too seriously. You know, I mean, they take them seriously, but just not over the top seriously. Um, so that's it for today on the Daily Score. If you are checking this podcast out um, on this Bears Monday with the Bears losing to Tampa Bay 27 to 17, you could also actually flip on 670 the score on your radio dial or on the odyssey app which is what i use about 90 percent of the time unless i'm in the car um you can check me out because i'm going to be on with david haw on monday from 5 30 a.m to 10 a.m in for mike mulligan on the molly and haw show i will then be on the score on monday at 4 p.m after i go to house hall see what the Flus is saying, Matt Eberflus, see what players are saying on the day after, because that's where oftentimes you get, you know, you fill in the blanks, things that they couldn't answer the day of game because of the moments and because they do have to review tape. You will get the post-tape session wrap from me on the Parkinson's Spiegel show at 4 p.m. And then we'll do it all again right here on the, the Daily Score. So thank you for listening. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Rohde. We'll talk to you later.